Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, back here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app as we approach Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas on Sunday afternoon. Of course, between the 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs game, you can hear pregame coverage starting at 2 right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app all day uh, until the final whistle and even the postgame. And joining us right now to break it all down is our pal Jay Gruden on air and on the road. Jay Gruden is driven by the Ted Britt Automotive Group, Ted Britt Ford in Chantilly and Fairfax, your F-150 headquarters in Ted Britt Chevrolet in Sterling, all home to Ted Britt for life, lifetime vehicle coverage. See and shop them all at tedbritt.com. How are you, Jay? I'm doing good. Beautiful sunny day down here in Florida. Getting ready to go tee it up after this call. I mean, I mean, you know, listen, you 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 live the life that everybody wants to live, Jay. Well, I'm nope. glad to hear that. I am enjoying myself. That's for sure. <laughs> How you hitting them straight? Okay. Yeah, just can't putt, but I'm hitting pretty good. All right, good. Uh, I, I know you had a nice trip. Uh, this is why we didn't catch up with you last week. You were down in the Bahamas. You kicked some ass down there, right? Yeah, I had a great time. You know, our club in Creighton Farms, we had about 15, 20 people go down there and competed against other clubs, and Creighton Farms took home the belt. That Very a cool. boy. Yeah. Jay, Gr- Jay Gruden, a champion once again. How about that? How about Did you get? That? Did you get like one of those WWE championship belts that they now give the football teams and whatever? We did. The club gets to keep it for a year until next year's tournament. I like it. I like it. All right. Um, So while you were gone and while we didn't get to catch up with you, (laughs) surprise, the commanders have a new head coach. You, of course, once served in that role uh, for five plus years. What do you think Dan Quinn is taking on here? Uh, Granted, a very different situation than what you had to absorb. Yeah, you know, the good thing about Dan is he's been a head coach before, so he has that valuable experience. Uh, he hired a good, experienced play caller in uh, Cliff Kingsbury, so that's a good start, and he's going to finish out his staff. But uh, he's got a lot of work to do, obviously. But the most important job they have is that number two pick and what they're going to do with that draft pick moving forward for this organization because it'll make or break uh, Dan's tenure with Washington. If they, if they fail on that second pick in the draft, he'll be there for about two or three years. If they hit on it, he could be there for the next 15 to 20 years. No doubt. Um, I, I mean, I totally agree. Um, now you like, look, everybody's making a big deal that he wasn't the number one choice or whatever. I know he was at the top near the top of their list when they began the process. I don't know. You know, it looks like they offered McDonald as he was on his way to Seattle. It looks like certainly they had, uh, you know, a hankering for uh, Ben Johnson, who then decided, you know, again to pull out. Does that matter in your eyes that he wasn't or that he seems to not be the number one choice of the organization? Or can that be a little bit overblown, I guess? Well, that happens a lot, you know, and, and you just have to you have to rally with the guy that you end up getting. And it's not like Dan's a bad choice. If he's not the number one choice, it's OK. Uh, you know, the other guys chose to go elsewhere, chose to stay in Detroit. That's fine. They ended up getting a very good candidate with a lot of experience, a lot of good positive energy, which they need in that building right now. You know, it's a totally different vibe, I think, when you hire a guy like Dan Quinn from Ron Rivera you know, from myself and all that, Dan or uh, Dan will bring a lot more positive energy, I think. And uh, some new positive stuff is very needed in the D.C. area. One of the things that I think will benefit him is, you know, even though Adam Peters is a first time general manager, he is a <clears throat> a well thought of football executive. That doesn't mean he's perfect. 
they made mistakes in San Francisco. I think everybody understands that. What part he had in it, don't know exactly because he wasn't ultimately the man in charge like he is here. How important is that relationship? Uh, not only big picture on decisions like the number two overall pick, but just, you know, the back and forth, the roster management of the 53, the input that a head coach has. Uh, how important is that relationship for Quinn and Adam Peters just, again, on a day-in, day-out basis, not just on the big decisions? It's everything. It's uh, it's what the teams are made of. The successful teams are successful because of that relationship with the head coach and the general, general manager when it comes to roster management picking your players, free agents, keeping your players, paying players, uh, the draft, obviously, college free agents. The communication level has to be perfect. It has to be uh, a team decision, obviously, but somebody has to have the final say. They have to work together. They have to have the same values in mind when it comes to picking players. Um, The criteria has to be drawn out perfectly, and everybody has to understand what Dan wants in a player, and the GM has to understand what they want, and they have to work together to find it. You can't have any... Uh, head head knocking um, back and forth negative meetings it's got to be all positive it's all got to be about the Washington commanders moving forward and Dan has to put out a very clear concise uh, version of what he sees in a player and they have to Finn Peters has to follow all right take me inside because obviously you had um, I know we've talked uh, about this I think everybody's talking you know you had some battles obviously with the powers that be when you were here how do you stand on a table for a guy how do you dig in your heels for a guy yet not again cross these lines that would would eventually lead to maybe um a dispute between you know a, again powers that be and you as the head coach or that might lead to friction lingering on and on yeah no it's frustrating but you have to be committed in your work and and as long as you put the work in for me to stand on a table for a guy it's because that I watched a ton of film. I got to know the guy. Uh, Obviously, I see his production. I see what he can bring to the football team, both on and off the field. That's when you stand up for a guy. You can't just stand up for a guy because of what somebody else said or what a scout said. You have to put the work in yourself and study it. And when you do that, you put all that time and effort into studying these players. and, And sometimes you don't get what you want and you get guys that you don't want. It can be very frustrating. That's why I think Dan and uh, Peters moving forward, they have to just have a clear and concise uh, vision of what they want in a football player and they have to go get them. And you said, uh, or you indicated you like Kingsbury that, uh, that higher. I mean, I think everybody likes what the scheme can be and he runs the ball a little bit more than you would think, right? You hear air raid. You don't think run. They ran the ball plenty in Arizona. It was just other things that caught up to them. Uh, there is some criticism that teams adjusted to his scheme as seasons went along or, you know, and, and, and therefore they would start strong, finish poorly what is the key I guess in your mind if you're Cliff Kingsbury obviously outside of whatever the relationship is with whatever quarterback he has well obviously it's all personnel driven to me there's a lot of coordinators who can come in here and call plays and draw up outside zone inside zone power plays uh, quick game screens drop back game third and long plays all that stuff you can do them you got to call them effectively but you got the people to do it and it starts at the quarterback number one we all know that that's going to be a a huge topic with the number two pick. And then they got to address tight end position. They got to try to get a, a, an explosive back. You see what Jameer Gibbs does out of the backfield on third down and second down and all that stuff. And they got to address the offensive line. So you know, they have a lot of work to do personnel wise, but it starts at the quarterback. And I'm sure moving forward, if they want to run the ball, they got to address the offensive line on a tight end position. That's for sure. Yeah, uh, Jay Gruden with us again, brought to you uh, by the Ted Britt Automotive Group right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. We'll get to Super Bowl 58 in a sec, but one more. Um, So, you know, there's, of course, and Schefter started it, not that there wasn't going to be. As soon as they hired Kingsbury, there's, aha, Caleb Williams is there. He's from D.C. Uh, He's likely the number one prick. Uh, You know, it's going to start the speculation. And, of course, it's full throttle now that the commanders should move up to number one. If you were Adam Peters, Dan Quinn, in that spot, how hard would you be thinking about right here, right now, moving up to number one, meaning not making the deal now, but, but would that be a serious thought or would you say in the back of your mind? Yeah, maybe if the price is right, but really that's not, uh, that's too aggressive of a play, I guess. No, I think it'd be a serious thought because if Cliff Kingsbury, who was at USC last year, right. With, with Caleb Williams, 
Uh, if he knows what type of mental makeup he has, he nobody knows better than him. He worked with him in the same room for a whole year as far as what kind of preparation he does, how diligent is he, how much does he like football, how much does he work at the game, what's his ceiling. I mean, we know what kind of arm talent he has, what kind of athletic ability does he have, but will he put the work in? And Cliff knows that. So if he knows that this guy is a hard worker, he's got all the skills in the world, then hell yeah, you got to trade up and get him. Because uh, the other two guys, you know, Jaden Daniels and uh, uh, May, I mean, there's some question marks on those guys. But sure. being that he was in those meetings with them for an entire year, if he stands on the table for them, then I think for sure they should try to trade up and get him. But I don't think Chicago will do it. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree with you. But here's my problem with conviction. Okay. What you're talking about, standing on a table, conviction in a player, you know, like you can have all that and and everything can check out. But we know that the NFL is a completely different game. They play a lot more defense than they do in the Pac-12, uh, you know, all of that stuff. Right. So you could turn out to be wrong. And if you have to package a bunch of picks, Jay, you were the victim when you first got here. You were the victim of a bad trade for Robert Griffin III. You guys should have had the number two overall pick when you walked in the building and you didn't. And that. Uh, listen, I know you won the division in year two, but that had some sort of impact, right? If that deal doesn't work out for whatever reason, injuries, behavior, performance, whatever, you are screwing yourself. Yeah, it'll cripple your franchise for five to 10 years. Yeah, you're exactly right. And uh, that's the position that if you get right, though, you are going to be, you know, playing in division right. championships for the next 10, 15 years. Sure. Uh, that's so, the opposite. Yeah, sure. That's the opposite. So <laughs> exactly. I think that risk is worth taking if you feel very strongly about this kid moving forward. And if he's that type of guy, then I don't think Chicago will move on that pick either, but uh, it's worth a try. Yeah, no, that that's the gamble. And and that leads us into Super Bowl 58, which is in the mega of the Mecca, if I could speak in English of gambling in Las Vegas. Uh, Jay, I lived in Vegas for two years back in uh, 1999, 2000, and into 2001. Uh, my son was born there. I love Las Vegas. I was there, you know, covering the Capitals and the Stanley Cup, uh, and it was unbelievably different just in that 15 or so year period. Could you ever imagine a day where we would have a Super Bowl just off the strip? No, I mean, but yeah, yeah. I mean, Vegas is there for a reason and they have this entertainment capital of the world. So why not have a Super Bowl there? So eventually, yeah, I kind of figured so. Um, and the NFL is always looking to make an extra dollar somehow, some way. Really? So, Shocking, yeah. Jay. Yeah. Well, why the hell wouldn't it go to Vegas? I mean, hell. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a great environment, and a great game. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's start breaking it down just uh, while we have you here. I, I Look, I picked against Mahomes and Andy Reid and the Chiefs in the AFC title game. I think a lot of people probably did. Uh, and they won and they carved them up on offense in the first half. Didn't do much in the second half. Do you think they could come out against this San Francisco defense and do essentially what they were able to do in that first half of the AFC title game, which is Kelsey, 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 and then a little mix of everything with Pacheco downhill, so on and so forth. Do you think that's they can essentially copy or mimic that game plan and do that to San Francisco? Yeah, they're going to have to try uh, get Pacheco going. That's for sure. Cause you know, the receiving core, she writes is playing very well, but the other guys are pretty much average. Uh, obviously they're big time players. Travis Kelsey, they'll get him going, but Pacheco is going to be the key. I think to keep San Francisco on the sideline to establish a running game and, and San Francisco's has been, kind of weak against the run. You saw Green Bay pound it down their throat. So I think Kansas City is going to take that similar approach. Obviously, when that happens, then Kelsey can hit the seams and, and do his option routes like he does and move the chains on third down, which he'll do. But uh, ball control will be the key for Kansas City, and, and Pacheco will be the number one guy. Well, you mentioned Jameer Gibbs earlier in this spot, and 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 on that Jameer Gibbs touchdown in the NFC title game and on the Jamison Williams little shovel pitch uh, toss, you know, where he looped around on the fourth play of the game. You know, mm -hmm. creative design. I'm, I'm not trying to take away anything from Ben Johnson. I said it at the uh, at the minute. But to me, Jay, and, and maybe I'm wrong and I'm seeing it right. My gosh, the 49ers missed probably 13 or 14 tackle attempts on those two plays. They were brilliant plays and they're great athletes. But if San Francisco tackles like that, and, and Isaiah Pacheco is not the athlete that those guys are, but they activated Sky Moore. It looks like they'll have Kadarius Tony back in the fold. And I know that's been some meaning like if you get athletes in space, San Francisco better be able to tackle better than they did specifically in the Detroit game. And even in the green Bay game that you referenced. Yeah, you're right. And some of the pursuit angles were bad and, and they, and they actually questioned some of the effort. Chase Young was questioned for some of his effort on some of those plays. Yeah. That's I don't shocking. Think that'll be an issue in, this, in the Super Bowl, but you know, I think that if 
Kansas City can have some success running the football. Then San Fran could get a little down on themselves and then, you know, take the poor angles and missed tackles. The more opportunities you have uh, to possess the ball, obviously, the more opportunities you can get your good athletes in space and force San Francisco to miss tackles. Now, the key, if you're trying to run the ball, obviously, is going to be third down conversions. And that's where Patrick Mahomes is the greatest player on the planet as far as converting third downs, making plays with his legs outside the pocket, unscripted plays. That's who he is. That's what he does. That's why I think it's a great matchup for Kansas City. Jay Gruden with us, uh, brought to you by the Ted Britt Automotive Group right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app as we get you ready for Super Bowl 58. Again, coverage underway at 2 o'clock Eastern time on Sunday afternoon on the Odyssey app and here on the Team 980 all through uh, the game coverage via Westwood One. Trent Williams, you had him, obviously, uh, when you took over here for several years until things you know, fell apart, which obviously had nothing to do with you. Um, how meaningful do you think uh, it would be for Trent's legacy career to win a Super Bowl, or is that legacy career fine without a Super Bowl? I think it's fine without one, but I'll just cement the fact that he can go down possibly as the greatest tackle to ever play the game, and I think he is. I don't know how you get better than Trent. You're not going to get stronger. You're not going to get more athletic. You're not going to get smarter. Um, so, yeah, I think he's already – in there is the greatest tackle to ever play, but a Super Bowl would do him uh, just the final nail in the coffin to cement that fact. Um, Brock Purdy, obviously, is a guy that we all talk about. You and I have talked about. I love him. You, I think you, uh, if if memory serves me correct, uh, you, you like him a lot. Uh, but he he can be inconsistent, right? I mean, many quarterbacks yeah. can, but there's a reason why he was the last pick in the draft, right? He's hot and cold at times. How does he avoid? How does he and Kyle Shanahan avoid the cold Brock Purdy, meaning how do they get him into a rhythm and settle down early in a game of this magnitude against that defense where he's good against the blitz, the numbers, you know, the next gen stats or whatever will tell you he's really good against the blitz. And that's what Spags in Kansas City probably is going to try and do, right? I would think so. You know, they didn't blitz over a, a huge amount last week um, against Baltimore. They did a great job of stopping the run, um, but I think handing the ball off to Christian McCaffrey and getting Brock some simple completions, whether it's the bubble screens of Debo or the screens out to Christian McCaffrey, some easy completions early, the stick routes to George Kittle, just to get him in a rhythm early would be critical for his confidence. But I don't think Brock really lacks any confidence. I think the last two weeks, Brock has really shown that he can come from behind against Green Bay, came from behind against Detroit, and that'll do wonders if something happens early where Kansas City jumps on him early then I don't think they'll blink. They'll still continue to compete, and I'll have a strong belief that they can't come back because they had come back the last two weeks. So if you're Spags in Kansas City, uh, and you mentioned that they didn't blitz all that much against Baltimore, um, do you because you know that they're probably going to try and emphasize, again, the short, crisp passing game, whether it be slants, whether it be, like you said, bubbles, that type of thing, are you playing your defense a certain way early, expecting that, meaning – play read screen uh the flat routes that type of thing and maybe cheat or anticipate that a little bit more or are you playing straight up and just seeing if you can dictate to them as opposed to them dictating to you i think spags early on will probably play some shell defenses because he don't want to give up the big play early to iuk or debo samuel with the play actions down the field because that's what san fran is really hangs their hat on the running game and the play actions off the running game so i think he's going to try to be a little bit conservative early, stop the run. Sneed's a very good tackler in a secondary. They can play some two shells, and if they get outside, he's a good tackler. Watson's a good tackler. Willie Gay can run sideline to sideline. So they have the ability to stop the run and still play coverage, which I think they'll do early. And then when they get him in third down or they get a lead, he'll throw in his spagnolia blitzes that are very difficult to, to protect against. So I think uh, that's what you're going to see early. Conservative approach by Spags, and then obviously he'll dial up some critical crunch time blitzes. Uh, you've obviously been a part of a Super Bowl uh, and, and your brother, of course, as we all know. Um, we know it's not a normal game. Everybody tries to make it a normal game, but it's not a normal game. How, how mentally and physically, even from a coaching perspective, different was it? And, and, and how do you kind of separate that and just, again, try and reduce it to as normal game of, uh, normal of a game as you can? Well, it starts with the preparation. Uh, the problem is there's nothing normal about the preparation. You're traveling to Las Vegas, for God's sakes, and you're practicing on a different field, but you're trying to keep the preparation, the meeting times exactly the same. Uh, when you're running, run install, when you're doing third down, when you're doing red zone, short yardage, goal line, all that stuff, you keep, keep the same 
uh, program that you've been doing all year long and just continue to preach to your players to it's still about preparation. Then at the time of the game, it's about your effort and enthusiasm and, and your attention to detail. So uh, that's what these two coaches have been great at. Kyle's always good at that. Obviously Andy Reed is a spectacular at getting his team ready to go in critical games. And um, it's going to be fun to watch. All right. You got a pick. I'm not betting against Patrick Mahomes. I think San Francisco at one time this year, they were the best team on by far in the national football league. I'm just a little concerned that they've kind of staggered into the Super Bowl. They barely beat Green Bay. They had to come from behind against Detroit again. They're not playing their best football on defense. I think their defense is struggling a little bit. This Aubrey Thomas, Ambry Thomas guy is getting shredded. Uh, and I think Kansas City, the way they're playing defense and Patrick Mahomes will get it done. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I got Kansas City, uh, too. I learned my lesson last week. I'm sure I'll be wrong. And I'm hoping for Kyle and Trent and, you know, all the guys that um, – you know, I'm trying to think. Uh, I mean, um, well, I don't. I guess you didn't have any of those guys in your first year uh, because Bobby Turner left and uh, Chris yeah, Furster no, no. was gone. You know, so I mean, I I'm first, for all. I had Furster. Oh, you had Furster. That's right. Yeah. In 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 year one, that's right. Bobby T left, uh, but you had Furster and and uh, Leonard Hankerson. I think was gone by then. He's part of that coaching. I mean, yeah, rooting for all those guys. And San Francisco is a great story. Oh, one last thing I, I forgot to ask you, how big of a deal mentally, psychologically, whatever would the, all this field stuff be? Uh, and I know you're not out there, but oh, would that be a, a big time problem as the head coach and, and, and for your team? Yeah. You just don't want any kind of unnecessary hiccups in the road yeah. that, that can cause distraction. And that can cause distraction because it is a critical work week. You know, these yeah. guys got to prepare for Spags's dang blitz package and they got a lot of work to do and they got to, you know, come up with new pass concepts, a few of them, and they got to get out there and practice. And if the field's not good enough and uh, that can be a problem and a distraction, but I think they'll get over it just fine. On air and on the road, Jay Gruden is driven by the Ted Britt Automotive Group. Ted Britt Ford in Chantilly and Fairfax, your F-150 headquarters. Ted Britt Chevrolet in Sterling, all home to Ted Britt for life. Lifetime vehicle coverage, see, and shop them all at tedbritt.com. Jay, we'll uh, talk again next week after uh, the Super Bowl is actually played out. We'll rehash uh, what we uh, what we saw. Thank you, as always. Glad uh, the golf game is doing well. Great to see you, and I'll talk to you real soon, okay? You got it. Thanks, Chris. All right, that is Jay Gruden, again, brought to you by the Ted Britt Automotive Group, as you just heard there. And our big game coverage right here on the Team 980 is presented by Solo Stove. Feel the heat of the world's most popular smokeless fire pit at solostove.com. The caps are in action tonight. You'll hear what we hope continues next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
Wilson. Back along far wing, a loose puck in front, Ovechkin scores! A rebound into the right side, and Ovechkin into double digits. That's his 10th of the season, and with 13.57 to go into second, the Capitals on the board, it's 3-1. to one. All right, John Walton with the call the other night right here on the team, uh, on I should say on, on the Team 980, on 106.7 The Fan uh, and the Capitals radio network and that goal was presented by m street bank main street bank i should say cheer local bank local put their team in your office visit m street bank i was one step ahead dot com for more information every time alex ovechkin scores you hear it maddie mixes it up for you with the uh, goal scoring music and shake rattle and roll and all of that in between uh, so good to hear. And really, if you think about him, Alex Ovechkin, while the Caps are very sleepy, you heard Jenks during the commercial break with the um, uh, BetQL Minute. Uh, I think that's what they call it. Talking about how Florida is the heavy play tonight for all the reasons. A, Florida is much better. B, it's at home. Florida Panthers have beaten the Capitals seven games in a row, whatever. Right now, oh, I mean, Rasmus Sundin has shown a little bit of pulse here since coming back from the injury. Right now, Ovechkin, with two goals in his last two games, while certainly not something that we haven't seen before, and granted, only 10 on the year, which is just simply not enough in 45 games, up to 832 in his pursuit of Gretzky, at least he's got two goals in the last two games, sandwiched around a long bye week and all-star break. I mean, if there's any hope at this point, it's Alex Ovechkin somehow going on an absolute tear and willing this team to the playoffs because otherwise it ain't happening. It's just not happening. Again, for a second year in a row. This year started off with a lot of hope and energy and whatever that the Capitals would be much better on the power play. Uh, They're 30th in scoring. They're bad on the power play. Obviously not having Backstrom for the last couple of months. Now Kuznetsov. Ovechkin, nobody saw this. Boy, are they in trouble. Uh, I mean, it's all there is to it. I don't need to pile on. They are in big-time trouble. They have, I, I mean, Darcy Kemper and... um. Uh, hello. Why am I drawing a blank? Um, the other goaltender. My goodness gracious. I hate when that happens. Um, I'll get it in a sec. Pulled the other night. Hello. Charlie Lindgren. Thank you. Thank you, computer, for saving me. Uh, Charlie Lindgren. I mean, it wasn't all his fault. One rang off the post right to the guy. You know, I, they scored two goals in 20 seconds or what? Like he was pulled, but he wasn't pulled as much because it was his fault. I just needed to reverse everything. And it worked temporarily. It worked for more than temporarily. It worked for the second period. It got back into it. And then they fell apart again in the third period. Montreal wanted it more. Montreal was better. Tonight, they find a way to win this game. You know, that could go a long way to changing some things around, but that is a Tough, tough task, as we mentioned, the Eastern Conference finalists, uh, or Eastern Conference champions, the Florida Panthers, in sunrise uh, for the Caps. Maybe Ovechkin will score for a third play, uh, third game in a row, and we'll get to play that again tomorrow. We will see. All right, time to take a quick timeout, get back on track here. Quick trending alert. And then AWOD will join us from the Super Bowl. He had a big Adam Schefter interview that I wanted to tease him about. And see what he's up to. He's also hanging out with uh, beautiful blondes, from what I can see on uh, social media. So we want to bust his chops a little bit about that. And we'll try and squeeze in a couple of phone calls uh, for you as well. Right here, right now on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. All right, so again, the NBA trade deadline today. The Wizards making a move. Daniel Gafford, P.J. Washington traded to the Dallas Mavericks. Um, actually, P.J. Washington was from the Hornets uh, and part of the move 
uh, was Gafford from the Wizards, P.J. Washington from the Hornets. In exchange, Rashawn Holmes uh, comes over from Dallas. He's 30 years old, plus draft compensation going to the Wizards. We don't know exactly what that draft compensation is, but Gafford averaging nearly 11 points a game, eight rebounds, 2.2 blocks as a Wizards player, of course, right now. They are banged up in the front court as um, they have been without Marvin Bagley the third for the last couple of games and now no Gafford there in Boston tomorrow night right here on the team 980. Meanwhile, we just mentioned the Capitals looking for a third goal and third game in a row for Alex Ovechkin. They're going to need a lot more than that. Take on the Florida Panthers. You hear it. 106.7 The Fan Odyssey app beginning at 7 o'clock tonight. And of course, if you missed our big Dan Quinn interview, the commander's head coach, it's available for you right now at theteam980.com or on the Odyssey app. Use the rewind feature or it's podcast right up there. You can hear the new head coach talk about all sorts of things. What leadership means to him and what he wants to do here in Washington. All of that available. Dan Quinn with us for about 17 or so minutes. Make sure you check it out. And that's what's trending. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. All right, welcome back right here uh, on the Team 980 on this Thursday afternoon. Uh, obviously, we've had a lot of guests. So we haven't had a lot of time for phone calls tomorrow. I'll be like that as well. Um, but maybe a little bit more time than, of course, we had today with a couple of big spots um, that we had. Uh, you need you need his number? Okay, I'll, I'll uh, send that over to you. Sorry, I, I, totally, <laughs> I totally blanked out. My bad. You got it? Okay. Oh, you don't have it. Okay. Uh, let me text that over to you uh, right now as I try and uh, meander through this. My bad. Um, uh, should have been more prepared for this, but I um, I was not. Um, so we will have a little bit more time. Why don't we get a quick phone call in here uh, and get to Little uh, right here while we get AWOD aboard for a couple of minutes because I want to have a little bit of fun with him. Uh, what's up, Little? How are you? Russell, thank you for taking my call. Matty Ice, shout out. Hey, look, like I tweeted a couple of weeks ago, um, Chris, that was my man. I'm going to tell you what, he said it not once, not twice, but three times. Everybody wants to come here. So, man, that's tell, he's telling you he's going to be able to get the free agents that he wants. And ain't going to be no bums. It's going to be some ballers. I'm almost sure he's going to get cursed from Dallas, and I'm also almost sure he's going to get Fowler. And I'm telling you now, that kid, that kid Hunter, that, that he, I think he went to Damascus. Mm-hmm. I think they get Hunter from the Minnesota Vikings, too. Hey, man, look, I'm going to get off the line let them, let the calls get it. Hey, look, one key thing for the game. It's going to be close. I got Kansas City on the money line. But San Francisco going to have a chance to win the game, but the kick is going to miss the field goal. Ooh. Hey, I'm out, man. Uh, you know what? He missed a key one earlier in the playoffs. I like that. I like that. And I like the pick of – come close. Chicago come close. That kick is going to miss the game. He's going to have a chance to win it, though. Oh. But I got Kansas City on the line. Let's go. I got you, Little. Thank you. I, I got Kansas City straight up, too. I mean, I haven't officially released that, but I've been leaning that way for two weeks. Uh, and I, I'll probably be wrong, but I'm willing to, uh, you know, I'm willing to uh, uh, take that chance. I mean, I'm not going to bet that much on it, but 
I'm willing to take that chance. All right. Um, before we get to Sean in Cincinnati, why don't we bring in our guy, Adam Epstein, better known as AWOD. He is out in Las Vegas for Super Bowl week. I'm so jealous. And you can hear him on 910 The Fan in Richmond, our sister station down in the Commonwealth, uh, the capital of the Commonwealth, and on the Odyssey app. AWOD, how are you, pal? Rooster, I'm living good, man. This is the greatest trip of my life. It's unbelievable. The amount of star power here. Radio Row is back, Rooster. Yeah, I, I've seen, and I've seen the pictures, and I've seen a bunch of your coverage, and that's partly what I wanted to have you on for. Um, I'm, I'm so happy for you, obviously. Uh, I wish I was out there, so I'm just going to tell you I'm bitter, I'm jealous, I'm envious, uh, all of that. Uh, I should be out there. Um but that being said, I'm I'm living vicariously through you. Uh, you are, you landed an interview with Adam Schefter, and uh, what, what happened there? What, what went on? Uh, that was an awkward bit. That was one of those things where you know we're at the opening ceremonies, everybody's walking around. Right. Uh, you know, Ian Rappaport was there. All these former players were there. I went up to Chase Young. He blew me off. You know, <laughs> and then Adam Schefter walks by, and I just go, Adam, do you have a minute? He said, sure, 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 make it quick. And I threw three questions at him, and he had no interest in actually answering them. And there was a 10-second awkward pause when I asked him, can a defensive coach win in this league? Obviously, I'm calling out the radio host in the DMV that believe Dan Quinn's not the right hire, right? right. Me and you agree yes. that we want to build with the defense. A lot of people say you can only win with an offensive-minded coach right now. Schefter gave me the longest pause and then goes, there's a lot of good defensive guys, and it was awkward <laughs> as hell. I, I did listen. I did listen to what you played back on your show, and I thought you handled it great. I mean, you know, what are you supposed to do, right? I, I mean, you're, you know, you get the number one NFL insider. I mean, I know how that is. Shefty's been nice to me, but you know, he, I mean, he's busy, right? So, I, I mean, there's distractions. That Rappaport did the same thing as you might remember uh, once to a previous host here, and he did the same thing to me a couple of years ago, right? These guys are busy. They've got 14 phones. Everything's going on. It's media day, you know, media night. They've got a million places to be. Uh, you know, like you still landed Adam Shifter, man. Congratulations. Right. I know. And his phone will have more NFL players in his context list than me for the rest of my life. But I will always be taller than Adam Shifter. And I love that. I mean, you don't have to dunk. You don't have to dunk on poor Adam Schefter for being like five eight. I mean, for crying out loud, Awad! My goodness. Hey, actually, uh, you know who was an unbelievable interview with yeah. Rooster? Yeah, it was uh, Steve Spagnola, defense coordinator for the, for the Chiefs. He was fantastic. You got to that sit down with him too. Week. Wait, you got to sit down. It was. With... It was in a. It was in a scrum with about ten or fifteen people. Oh, okay. I, I just I played it wise. I sat there and waited, and everyone ran out of questions. And then I got three minutes solo with him, and Attaboy. it was unbelievable. Attaboy. And that was yeah. – uh, st- it's been a while since I've been to a Super Bowl. Do they still do the, you know, you sit around the breakfast table on Wednesday and Thursday morning type of thing? Is, is that how they do that still? I haven't gone over to that oh, okay. because we're doing the radio row. The oh, awkward right, thing right. is here in Vegas is my show starts at 9 a.m. Vegas gotcha. time, right? So I gotcha. I'm not getting breakfast at all. I'm coming down here and, and doing the show right away. And you're just firing cannons. I mean, just firing bombs, baby. Um, all right, let me ask you this. I saw a picture. I saw a picture of you and Annie Agar. Right now, some people hate yeah. Annie Agar for whatever reason. I thought I think she's hilarious. Uh, I think she's very talented. I wish I had her comedic genius. How uh, how how can I ask this delicately? Um, how excited was Awad for that? <laughs> I was pumped up. Uh, the haters are wrong. She's super sweet. She's got a great smile. Had to tell her that to her face. But I actually agree with you that her her NFL stuff is hilarious. Right. And being a stand up comedian is the hardest thing. You're up there by yourself. And you know what? She just fires shots over and over again. Some of them miss, but every once in a while she'll swing and hit a home run and you'll see it's over five million views on social media. Uh, she told me she wants me to place a prop bet on Travis Kelsey two plus touchdowns for plus five hundred. That was her best bet. We talked to commanders. I didn't realize 
Ron Rivera loves her, too. Yes. That was a funny bit. You can check oh, out yeah. that interview uh, on the Odyssey app. Check him out on Twitter or X at AWOD Radio. Listen to him on 910 The Fan, 910 The Fan in Richmond on the Odyssey app as well. It's our pal uh, Adam Epstein or AWOD Radio. And you can listen to him from time to time. What, on Saturday morning, simulcast 1067 uh, and the Team 980 here. He's at Radio Row in Las Vegas and joining us for a couple of minutes. Um and then the other thing, and I didn't see pictures from you on this, but maybe you weren't in, in this. Did you go to the U2 concert last night at the Sphere? Absolutely. How uh, crazy was that? Like, I, look, look, your, your listeners are going to be like, well, I'm not in Vegas. Why are you talking about the Sphere? You need to plan a trip to Vegas for the Sphere. Like, it is that cool. Uh, U2, you know, a great band for the Sphere because they've got so many hits. But the visuals are incredible. Me and Grant Paulson were just kind of like – drooling at the entire show because it's like each song is a music video on a giant TV screen. You're like, it's a, a movie theater on steroids and it's just incredible. And so it was like two hours of fun. There, there's no real pause in the performance because even when they're not playing music, there's really cool visuals. And, and so the sphere is a 10 out of 10. It's amazing. So, so everything that you've heard about it. Great. Um, was it better than any concert experience you've ever had? Or I don't know if you're a big concert guy. Uh, were the acoustics so much better? How would you describe that? Uh, better than anything I've ever been to. The, okay. the seats vibrate with the beat of the music uh, for certain songs. The, the sound system is really good. And even though you know, you're farther away from the stage, so you can't really see the performers, while they're doing the visuals, they also like do like a picture-in-picture HD, the whole thing is 8K. Mm. So when they put up Bono, you know, you can see all his wrinkles. You can see his sunglasses. You can see Edge with his beanie. And, and so, the, you know, the fact that it's 8K, it doesn't matter where you're sitting. It just looks terrific. My guy, Awad, at the Super Bowl in Las Vegas, kicking ass and taking names on uh, 910 The Fan in Richmond. Are you doing the show on Saturday morning or no? No, because my, my flight's a, a red eye. Oh, gotcha, got gotcha. Changed, so I'm taking a red eye out of here Friday. Uh, but what's really cool is in about an hour, Doug Williams is going to come over here and Attaboy. sit down with me, and we're going to air that tomorrow. boy, Doug Williams is a great, yeah. great man. Looking forward to hearing that conversation. All right, one last one for you. Have you given out your official pick yet? I have. I'm taking the Chiefs. Chiefs money line. You're telling me we're getting plus money with Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. the greatest quarterback of this generation. I'm taking it every single day. I'm, I'm going to place that I, Yeah, I'm sure. not a big gambling guy, but I'm missing something because I'm exactly with you. I'm Chiefs straight up. Chiefs money. I, I mean, Chiefs, I would, you know, obviously you t- take them plus the two, whatever, plus one and a half, whatever you get yeah. them. At. I can't figure out this one quite – like, to me, the odds makers, as usual, don't have a real good grasp on this, and they haven't watched – Brock Purdy be up and down inconsistent. They haven't seen the 49er offensive line outside of Big Trent, and they haven't seen the 49ers try and tackle, not just Chase Young, the 49ers try and tackle on defense. Yeah, no, and I just found this interesting. I found it earlier today that the Eagles were actually favored in the Super Bowl last year, and the Chiefs end up winning. So, look, plus money, it's a good bet, I think. I hear you. Awad, thanks, pal. Appreciate you. Glad you're having a blast. You deserve it. Uh, I'm so bitterly jealous that I, I can't be hanging out with you and all the boys. Well, next year, we're going to get you on board. We're going oh, to New Orleans. New Let's Orleans, baby. Are you, like, don't put any beads on me. I, you know, I don't know if anybody wants to see those kind of uh, things. Yeah. Big sexy. That's big sexy. Thanks, A. Well, I appreciate you, buddy. Get home safe, all right? In one piece. Yep, you're the man. Talk to you later. <laughs> That's A. Radio. Uh, I just had to bust his chops about Schefter, Annie Agar, and uh, I mean, not bust his chops about Annie Agar or uh, you too, but just, you know. Just bring you a little slice of Vegas here uh, before we get on out. Do we have time for uh, we have time for Sean? Let's get Sean here uh, real quickly before we get to dumb dumb of the day. What up, Sean? How are you, pal? I'm good, Chris. How are you? Doing good, Sean. What's going on, pal? Well, I'm doing my uh, best Jay Gruden impression today. I'm actually calling from the golf course. <laughs> uh, so you call me. Is call, it, me at a, call me at a good time. Is it warm enough to play golf in Cincinnati today? Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a nice, earlier, it was like 60 degrees, it's nice and sunny, finally. All right, yeah, we're, we're, wearing short, we're wearing shorts and T-shirts out here, but uh, we're, we're doing good. Oh, right. boy. My, my boy's doing good. I'm, I'm not doing too well, but I'm just getting off the rust. Um, 
But yeah, I just wanted to call into my two cents on, I listened to the uh, Dan Quinn interview earlier, and I talked to, shout out Maddie S as always, he, he mentioned that he was super, super nice to him before, um, super cordial, everything like that. And it just feels good to have a person who, they're not the shiniest toy, but they seem like a, a, a really good person and someone who's like really wants to actually be here. And so it's just a, it's just a nice uh, sigh of relief um, because obviously, like, I don't know much. Like, I was super excited when Ron Rivera was excited or was signed. So it doesn't mean it'll translate on the field, but it just feels good to have someone that's easy to root for off the field. And no, I'm no. Uh, very excited well, to see and, what and the other and, and the other thing, like, people people think, Sean, that that stuff is overrated, right? Because you're right. Ron Rivera was a nice guy, and he was good to the media. You yeah. know where that's not overrated? It might be overrated in that regard. You know where it's not overrated? And I said this earlier. It's relating to 22 to 25, 26, 27-year-old yeah. men who yeah. have – and young men who might have thin skin, who might be sensitive to criticism, who might want to maybe not play up to their capability or their standards or effort levels all the time consistently. That's where it's important. Yeah, Definitely. All right, thanks, Chris. Have a great day. All right, Sean. Thank you, pal. Hit them straight. Appreciate you. Uh, and, uh, yeah, um, I mean, I can't play golf, so and I'm not even good at mini golf. So, you know, I mean, it's just not happening. Like mini golf I could be somewhat decent at, somewhat, just not good enough. All right, coming up, dum-dum of the day. We wrap up the show. It's not any of our guests, I can tell you that much. But. What happens in Atlanta stays in Atlanta, maybe, kind of, on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. All right, according to Pro Football Talk, Steve Mongo McMichael, who, of course, is dealing with ALS and is really struggling, obviously, so we wish uh, the best to him. Devin Hester and Julius Peppers, uh, and this is all via Pro Football Talk and the Chicago Sun-Times, the announcement hasn't even been officially made yet, but the vote was taken weeks ago. So they're reporting that those three guys are getting into the Hall of Fame in Canton this August. Um, And, you know, listen, if that's true, congratulations uh, to them. I have no reason to think uh, it won't be true. I don't know if anybody else will be a part of the class. Uh, but I, I will say this. I hope Steve Mongo McMichael makes it um, so that, you know, I don't think he would be able to be at the ceremony, but I hope he makes it uh, because, you know, ALS we know is such a crippling disease. Start with that. Number two, if Devin Hester's in, Brian Mitchell's got to get in. I mean, I'll, I'll do the number breakdown. I've done it a couple of times before. Brian Mitchell's got to get in. Devin Hester's going to get in. They're not that far apart. All right, time for You Know What Time It Is. It's time for Dum Dum of the Day. That didn't make any sense. Time for You Know What Time It Is. It's time for Dum Dum of the Day. Of course you know what time it is. Headline, squatters take over 1,200 homes in Atlanta and then proceed to open up illegal strip clubs and terrorize neighbors. Yes, this is America, boys and girls, in 2024. Squatters have taken over, again, over 1,200 homes, according to the National Rental Home Council trade group in Atlanta. Quote, I'd be terrified in Atlanta to lease out one of my properties, said Matt Urbanski, who manages a local home cleaning company. Apparently, again, these squatters who don't pay bills, who don't pay rent, just stay in your house, do whatever they want, ruin whatever they want, build strip clubs, have house parties, and no judge and no authorities have the balls to do anything to them. And we allow too many damn freedoms and too many damn, um, uh, what do you call it, um, I, I guess lax rules because we don't want to offend anybody because we don't want to do anything to criminals. That's what these people are. They're criminals. They are illegally living in homes. So while everyone worries about everything else in the world, you in one city 
have apparently 1,200 homes, 1,200 homes that are being illegally lived in where people are not paying, causing all sorts of damage and creating strip clubs just because they can and because we live in an absolute, soft, ridiculous, inane society. How dare you? Congratulations, you're Chris's dum-dum of the day. And even though some of these guys have been arrested, they still continue to live there. They still continue to do whatever they want. You can't get rid of them because our judges are too damn soft. Get tougher. All right, Craig Hoffman coming up from Radio Row in Las Vegas. Thanks to Commander's Head Coach Dan Quinn for joining us. If you missed it again, Team 980, theteam980.com. Uh, in the podcast section or on the Odyssey app or on Odyssey Rewind at 215 as well. Craig Carton from FS1 and FanDuel AWOD from Radio Row in Las Vegas and Jay Gruden as well. Thanks to Matty Ice. Thanks to you. See you tomorrow at 1. Craig Hoffman up next from Vegas. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.